0: of Better Practice, Better Life. Go to actdental.com forward slash BPA or hit the link in the show notes. Yo, yo, yo. Hey guys, welcome back to another awesome edition of the Best Practices Show podcast. My name is Kirk Barron. Where I have one goal, just one goal, just one, to find the best thinkers, the best teachers, the best dentists anywhere to share best practices so you can create a better practice and a better life. And today we do exactly that with one of my favorite of all time, Dr. Kevin Groth. And as you've already seen, this guy's a great leader. He dropped Delta 30 days ago. And I asked him many months ago, can we chronicle your journey? He said, you bet. And you know what? He's still too busy. So you got to listen to this podcast. It is awesome. And if you're a dentist thinking, how the heck do I get off of PPO's? We have a roadmap for you. It's step-by-step. Step. It'll walk you through how to do it. You can download it for free. Go to actdental, ACTdental.com forward slash PPO, and you can download it. It'll show you what to do step-by-step. Step. So make sure you do it. So check out the episode. I know you'll enjoy it, and we'll see you soon. guys, welcome back to the Best Practices Show podcast. I'm so pumped you're here because as you've already seen, what's really cool about this show is I get to bring on some of my favorite people in all of dentistry and they get to share their journey and you get to learn from it too. And today I've got Dr. Kevin Growth on and you guys have heard him and you've seen him before. He's an amazing member of the ACT Dental community and he's just performed one of the last final straws of a big point in his career where he's getting off a Delta completely. So Kevin, thanks for being on brother. I appreciate you.
1: It's always good to be back. I appreciate it. And, um, you know, I, I love doing these things. I think it's fun. I think it's therapeutic. It's inspiring to other people who are listening and, um, shout out to crystal and Matt and a couple other people that reached out to me last time after the last podcast, because nothing makes me happier than people, finding some source of inspiration and reaching out and saying, hey, you know, that influenced me and that's what life is about, right?
0: So absolutely, always going to be back. Yeah, absolutely. So I always like people to know who we're talking to or who we're listening to. So give us a little bio. A lot of people already know you already, but who's Dr. Kevin Growth?
1: Sure. Uh, restorative dentist out of Detroit area, um, born and raised here. The weather's starting to get a little glum, which is always a little depressing for us, but we're staying strong here. It makes us better. Huge Michigan Wolverine, um, really proud of our football team being 7-0, and as we venture our way to Columbus at the end of the year, it should be a good game. But otherwise, you know, father of two kids, great uh, wife that I have that's taking care of them right now so I can do these things and just living it all. It's good.
0: Yeah. Happy. Dude, you're one of my heroes. I love watching you do what you do, and uh, I'll just say this: before we went down this path today, specifically, I asked you many months ago. I'm like, can we chronicle your journey? And you are like, Yeah, I'd be lo- I'd be so happy to chronicle my journey on this and uh, heading down the path of becoming more of a of a dentist who's practicing the way he wants to, getting paid his full fee, and um, and so take us on. Let's. Let's act like we're at the mall and we're looking at the map and you are here. Give us a little background on where you are at, at this point in your career.
1: Yeah, I think, I think at the beginning of the year, you always look back in the previous year. And I hate that because you look at the numbers and be like, I wrote off that much money from doing the work, but just not getting paid for it. And that's what we've done the last couple of years. The point that I always bring my manager in the office and say, this is crazy. Should we think about doing this? Like what, what, what do we do? You know, I think it's time to maybe think about dropping and then we get out with our busy week and we kind of put it to the wayside. And, um, I guess one of the silver linings is my associate, she bought a practice, which is great. It just left me with an abundance of people that I'm working with and just way too busy patient base wise. So it just became time to say, let's get paid for what we're doing because actually, I do remember the day it was like a a day where I did like three hours of like posterior composites. And then I realized like, gosh, Delta, I had to write off like 55% of what I just did. And I worked so hard for those composites that it's it just, it's crazy to me. So I'm not saying the write off is 55% for everything, but those specific procedures that I did was close to that. Yeah, And it just, I mean, my hourly wage was less than what my hygienists were producing at that time. So to me, it just made no sense. And I'm like, you know what, I'm, I'm too busy too many patients and i'm running off so much that it's time to make some changes here so and props to act dental props to you kirk because you guys really led me in a direction and gave me confidence that i could do this um talking to zach sisler same thing i mean all of you just said why wouldn't you do this and um and i tried to map it out you know i think i guess we could talk more about what the axe program was in terms of looking at everything from there but to me I don't know. You distinctly told me you'd punch me in the face if I didn't.
0: feel <laughs> like I, I didn't never didn't said I would hurt you. Me. I would. That's a that's an affectionate punch in the face. No, well, but
1: the only affection punches, right? Yeah. So to me, it's it's one of those things that I I confidence because you instill confidence in me. Zach still confidence, saying I think you should drop tomorrow. And I mean, quite literally, I think it took me a week to get it all together and do. So we we compiled all the numbers, we compiled everything and said, all right, this is what we're thinking about doing. I think it's the right thing for us. Um, But I mean, if someone's listening to this and they're thinking about it, I would also look at your office and what you do as a practice. Are you separating yourself amongst the peers around you that make you stand out from a value aspect because patients see this as a monetary thing. And if they don't value you, they're going to walk. Yeah. And I think it's an important thing to say, like, am I ready for this? Do I have the right team? Do I have the right, you know, technology? Do I have the right services? Do I have the right brand to make an, a, a pretty drastic change without going crazy and or, you know, doing it the wrong way?
0: Yeah. So let's go back to that. Ready for this. So give it, give everybody some perspective. How many years have you been in practice? Uh, almost 10. So what percentage of PPOs were you when you got started and then how did you get ready for this before you pulled it? Um,
1: I feel fortunate the fact that we have Blue Cross Blue Shield and Delta in our practice. And to me, I was Delta Premier. Uh, my associate was PPO. But you know, we looked at last year, and it was like, dang, we all, we wrote off a half a million dollars worth of worth of work. And our collect, and this is another thing, is like we raised our fees last year to combat inflation, and yet it didn't do really anything besides just make our collection percentage go down. Mm-hmm. And even to the point where you said, hey. Pick one out of four days, and those are the days you work for free. When you told me that, I was like, dang, that really is a crappy feeling to hear because I was not expecting to think about it that way. But like, yeah, every Tuesday I go to work and I work for free. Not a fun feeling. Yeah. So to me, it's like one of those things that it was time to make a change. And I mean, I I feel very fortunate the fact that we had these opportunities, I have a great team. Working with ACT, we restructured everything 2017-18. So I felt like we could do this; we can manage this. And then number wise, we pulled it. You know, we had 2,400 patients, 950 of them are Delta patients. So you're looking at I don't know, like a third, maybe more. You know, I guess it's like less than half, but not more than a third, I guess. But to me, it was like okay. And then when you start looking at the research of it, you're looking at about. 20 to 30% of Delta patients will probably leave you, according to the research, right? Some mm-hmm. people say 10, some people, but, but also if you lose 30% of those Delta patients, you're still going to net even. So when I looked at that, I was like, okay, we can lose 300 patients out of the 950 or whatever it may be, and I can still be at 2,100 patients, which is still too many patients for me to occupy. Right. So why wouldn't they jump in and do this?
0: Right. Yeah. Now, I'm a, let's say I'm a 32-year-old dentist listening. Kevin, you're a few years ahead of me. Like, talk about the reality of the fear. What kind of resistance did you have from team members, from yourself, from patients? Like, you, you have all these things that go through your head before you decide to do this. Can you talk about the journey with that?
1: I mean, I guess I had, I went to COIS recently and I went to the Impress course and I had many conversations about dropping Delta. And I would literally tell every single person that they should do it tomorrow and not look back because it's been such a positive experience with it all. You as a dentist and me as a dentist are probably very type A analytical minded saying all the things that could negatively happen when you do this stuff. But to me, it was like looking at it now on the outskirts should have done it years ago and now is no bet this is the best time you can drop Delta. Why? Because everything's more expensive. If I dropped Delta two years ago, people would think it's a money-hungry grab. But the reality is is that everything's more expensive, so people anticipate this saying, okay, I pay more for groceries, I pay more for gas, I pay more for my dentist visits. And that's okay, because this is just part of life and what we're going through right now. And people that value you won't think twice about that. And that's the key, is that you got to look at these things from those perspectives and say, you know what? I can do this. I believe in myself. Right. So I think that's I in my team, I said, guys, we're better than the average dentist. I think we'd all agree with that, right? right. Yes. We agree with that. Okay. Then why are we accepting fees that would be usual and customary in our area? It doesn't make any sense because what we provide is a service that goes above and beyond whatever, anything that's usual here. Nothing mm-hmm. is usual. You know, we're extraordinary and how we do it. And I know all of you believe in that. So it's time that we start looking at this and it's time to start thinking about these things, because if I don't do this, then we're going to have to make some changes internally, which I don't want to do. Right. So it's either we make these changes that would be beneficial to everybody, or I start looking at things and saying, we need to start cutting back here, 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 and lower our bar to the least common denominator of the area.
0: Yeah. So talk about the process. What was your prep work? Because you have to do some communication here. You got to get everybody aligned. Your, well, let's sure. start with this. Your practice is not dying, correct? No. Okay. No. So talk about the process and the prep to make that decision and the communication yeah. that happened.
1: I think, I think the numbers that we collected initially that you told us to do, like active patient, total um, number of patients on that insurance plan, total produced, total collected, total write-offs by that insurance kind of gave a picture for us to see what are we doing here realistically? Because when you actually know the data, you can say, okay, I can back this. I understand this. Um, so then when you look at things from the number aspect, that's important. But then two, the process of it is really just kind of getting yourself mentally on board that this is the process that we're going to go through. I believe that this was what's best for us, and I believe that this is something that is going to be better for our office to continue to provide the care that we're doing, without changing who we are as a, as a business or an organization. So then I had my office manager Megan contact Delta, to see the process of which it would to, you know, remove ourselves as an in-network dentist and go out of network. Um, so she got in touch with Delta, of Michigan. Usually it's 90 days notice. We did 60 days for some reason. I think she got that down. So as of September 12th, we were officially out of network. Yeah. And then to jump ahead of that, I knew the date. So then I wrote a letter to all our patients that are in Delta and saying the exact same thing. I believe in quality of care, customer service based, relationship based practice, offering awesome technology, awesome team approach to giving you care i have a great set of employees that i just value and love and i know you love them too also i'm just carrying forward the legacy that my dad and uncle built but they both realized a long time ago that this was not sustainable for me and my for my career and something had to be done so i hope you understand that we had to make changes and as of september 12th we're going to be listed as an out-of-network dentist with delta dental and what does that mean for you yes you can still come here Yes, we can still offer the same, if not better care to you. Yes, you can still use your insurance benefits that we can offer you. Um, the downside is, yes, I'll be transparent with you. It will cost more money. And two, you have to pay upfront about it. Whenever you do anything now, they're going to reimburse you with a check. And I'm sorry about that, but that's the protocol which they, they make us do as an out-of-network dentist. Yeah. And if you have any questions about this, we're happy to answer anything. If you want us to run any numbers for you, we're happy to do it too. We're ready and waiting to have these dialogues with you.
0: That yeah. was it. So, how was the, re- the letter received? I
1: can, I can send that letter to anybody. Yeah. I'm happy to share it. I'm an open book. Email me, Growth at gmail.com, G-R-O-T-H at gmail.com. I will easily forward over the Delta letter. I've done it to about 20 people already. So happy to share my letter. If you want to use it verbatim, go for it. I don't care if you copy it. Um, I just feel like it's it's it just makes the process easier if you have some I don't know, template to go off of too. So
0: Dude, you're the best, you are the best. So how was it received? Was it received overwhelmingly well? Um, did you get some resistance? Like how did you, mm-hmm. what, what happened in the weeks that followed?
1: It was a mixed bag. I think we had initially some patients that dropped us right away. And you have to like, we started making a an Excel spreadsheet of this saying, okay, here are the patients that left us for this. Um, it was a handful. They didn't even give us a chance some people said it's just strictly financial i'm sorry i have to go somewhere else or maybe they were waiting for opportunities for us to change that they could leave because maybe they moved further away or whatever it may be there's a combination of things that people left us for um i was actually surprised by the number of overwhelmingly positive reviews or feedback from the letter that we got you know and people would want to talk to me you know so i'd be running free hygiene and seeing 15 patients a day, but then they'd be like, you know what, let's can we talk about this letter? And I'm like, I don't have time for this, but I guess you need to prepare for that. Know that you're gonna have a five, 10 minute dialogue about Delta. And as long as you are confident in her- terms of how you deliver that message, people will understand and say, I get this is why you're doing this. I respect it. You know, I understand that you are better than average and we're not going anywhere, You know, fight the man. So to me, it's, it's one of those things that I was actually very encouraged by that I also have an amazing, amazing front desk that has taken on the bulk of the phone calls and dialogues with these patients. So I'm not putting a fresh 21-year-old up at the front desk to answer these phone calls. I have people that believe in who we are. They've been through the, the process with this office. They know what they're saying. And quite frankly, I gave them the autonomy to say, do whatever you need to do that is right to make this patient happy or communicate how we need to. And at first they were a little clunky in the dialogue. Like you can try and script this as much as you can. The reality, you're gonna evolve that script to the point where it's gonna get to the different position by the tenth phone call with somebody versus the first phone call. Yeah. So when they first came in, it was maybe a little bit lack of confidence or mumble jumble. The same thing with me when I was in the operatory chair with these patients, asked me about it. But at the same point, you know, as you got stronger with the dialogue, so did the message and, and we end up kind of really Getting a pretty good chunk of patients the same message of what they needed to be. So.
0: Yeah. Now, I know you well enough. You're an excellent leader. Did you have, and with that comes a great team. So was there a little push and pull on their side? Were they pushing harder than you were? Like, how did that work? And you guys were probably talking about this every week. You know, how's it going up there? What are you learning? Right. And so give us a little insight of your conversation with your front desk team. No, I had no pushback from them. You
1: know, they knew this is the direction we're going. They believed in it. And that's saying, you know, you give us the boat, we'll row you know, let us do our thing. And I would go up there and check because I think that everyone's going to do that because you want to know like who, who left me, like what's going on here. But the reality is I think we've lost about 60, 70 patients so far, which is not too bad for 950. Mm-hmm. And of the 60, 70 patients are probably, uh, there might be five or six that I'm going to be missing. The rest were probably just good weed outs anyway. Yeah. And it makes sense. If they don't value who we are, they were there for the financial component of things because we took their insurance and they left us because it just wasn't aligning in there. But I don't want patients that don't value me. Yeah. You know, and to me, it's like, if you don't value me and what we do and how we do things, why are we in this relationship? Right. So I think that's a big reason for me is just like, it's weeded out some of the, the dead weight. And I don't want to call people that, but at the same point, we all have those patients that just like, you see them in the schedule, you're like, oh gosh, I can't stand this person. Or they drive my front desk nuts, or there are always issues with the billing or whatever it may be. Those people leave and I'm like, good, you know, like find someone other office office that can, you can do this too. Because quite frankly, you probably shouldn't have been here all along. And this is a good reason to kind of have that go. However, yeah. if patient, patients do tell me, you know, up front, this is one that I took from Zach, is you know, I will say my door is always open. You're always welcome back here. And then a little caveat I would say is, and he told me to say this is like, and I don't tell that to everybody. So when people feel that and they get a sense of it, you know, you do value me. I get it. And like, if I have a bad experience in another office, I'm not going to have any embarrassment coming back to this office and knowing that I'll be seen and will be welcoming me back and open arms. So yeah, I think it's a big one.
0: Yeah. A lot think about this uh, going forward you're going to be getting paid your full fee yeah how's that feel? crazy?
1: yeah it's crazy looking at the schedule i look at the monthly report or whatever it is and i'm not writing off 3500 hours a day like that's insane that's so much work you know you're talking about two crowns worth of of work that you write off every day on that sheet it's just like this is crazy you know because you're working so i'm working so hard and i'm sure everyone listening is working hard you should get paid for what you do i work hard i go to these courses i get a bunch of great labs and materials and all these things that I do to give my best to these patients. And yet I can say that I'm, I'm writing off for 30, 40, 50% of what that is. Yeah, It's not right.
0: Yeah. Now go oh. back to this. You said something earlier, you got to get your brand right. You know, mm-hmm. talk about that because I'm leading you with this question, obviously. Like this isn't just about writing a letter and it's a financial decision. These people still have to come to you for some specific reason. It's not just because you're a dentist. Can you speak to that?
1: Yeah. We care about people
0: Mm -hmm.
1: at the end of it all. I'm going to treat you like my brother. I'm going to treat you like my wife. I'm going to treat you like my daughter and and my mom, whatever it is. That's what I would do for them. If I was if they were in your shoes and that's our brand, we treat you like family and that's all it's about. And people know that. Right. And I'm not going to try and I had a person last week come in and say, Hey, I went to a corporate office down the street. And they told me that I had three fillings that I had to do the first time. And then I came back and they said nine fillings the next time I looked at his x-rays and his, in his clinical exam, I could find one or two things. Maybe, 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 maybe that were so minor that there was like, I, I think you're probably going to doubt me <laughs> that I'm not seeing enough. But like, I literally showed him my x-rays and say, Hey, here are my x-rays. I taught you about x-rays. You probably have teeth that are, better off than my teeth here, you know, and I haven't had a filling and I wouldn't do a filling on you if that was the case. And he said, I love this. You know, this is what it's all about. And this is what I appreciate about your office is that you're telling me what you would do on me as I was a family member. And that's our brand. And I hope that other people have a brand of some sort and they believe in what they do, that they believe that they offer a service that goes above and above and beyond usual and customary. Because if you do, then get paid for that Yeah. because that's what it is about is that I'm working so hard, you know, why wouldn't you get paid for it? It's not a great thing either, but I don't know. It yeah. helps to not, you can see I wrote off 50 grand last month.
0: Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's, we won't go to the gutter real fast, you know, cause sometimes these, these thoughts are just dangerous. Um, now, as you look back at the process, you did an excellent job. Anything you would do differently or better or spend more energy on, or just do a little bit tighter as far as systems go? I think you just
1: have to understand that the system is going to evolve. Right. Right. So right on September 12th, we didn't really know what to expect. Um, We didn't realize that Delta wouldn't give us the out of network fees. So we had to like kind of estimate ballpark it or predetermine it for each patient. It's like, oh, my gosh. And then we started pulling up. An example of pay, like I don't know, my in laws are in Delta, so like we used their their plan to kind of get a sense of what was covered, and then went off of that. But then there was another plan that was different. Another plan was different. So you have to kind of understand that you want to give people an exact amount of knowing what they're going to get reimbursed back, but at the same point, it's kind of that's going to take probably a four or five month plan, and you have to know that's going to evolve. The same thing goes for paying upfront. That's the hardest thing for patients okay, so I have to owe three grand today you know, out of my pocket. And like, when would I get reimbursed? Do I need to schedule my appointment at the end of the month because my credit card runs this time? I don't, I don't know. There's so many things that come into that picture. Um, we process those claims right away and they get paid about two weeks after the fact. So that's one of those things that patients just need to be aware. Of. And when you can tell them what to expect, I think they're understand, understanding of what that is, right? Mm-hmm. As opposed to putting surprises on them. So, I mean, we now do like an automated text message to Delta patients every day for the next day saying, hey, just an FYI or heads up, you know, because of the changes with Delta, you are expected to pay up front and then you will get reimbursed. Um, if you have any questions about this or do you want to have any understanding what that would be, please let us know. That's made a huge difference from our end too. But the reality is in seven months from now, we're not going to be talking about this stuff. Right. People are going to get used to it. They're going to know what to expect. And they're going to keep going forward from there. And that's all it's about. So I don't know, I guess that's kind of the gist of it, but I wouldn't change anything. I think you just have to be flexible. You kind of have to keep a blind eye to that list and, and not get yourself so hung up on why people leave you because you don't know their life experience or circumstance that they're in. Right. So if they leave, you know, I hope the best for them. I really do. And I'm going to miss several of those patients that left me but it's what's best for me it's what's best for my company it's what's best for our our patients it's what's best for my team that's what you got to look at it's not the individual that leads you
0: yeah so i don't know yeah i have so many questions so how does the schedule oh, yeah. feel now how when you look at your schedule now looking forward <laughs> how does it feel how does it look how is it different i'm still busy I'm still way too what? busy
1: because I didn't lose enough people, and and that's something that I'm I need to figure out. I'll probably have to hire an associate because I I just don't have the capacity to manage this as much as I was thinking it would lighten up. However, it feels better because I'm getting paid for what we're doing.
0: Right.
1: Right. So I mean, ultimately, that does make you feel better because you're just like, okay, you're working hard, but you're actually getting paid for it, yeah. as opposed to just spinning and spinning and spinning and saying that someone's devaluing you what you do.
0: So. Okay. Now I know you don't work at the front and you have an amazing team up there. Summarize the conversation now. Cause the conversation is different on the phone when I call to make an appointment. What do you guys say now? If I'm, in, if I'm still participating, you know, you don't tell them go somewhere else, you know, how, we, how do you, have, how do you engage the conversation? Up front? Say we have
1: lots of patients that have your your insurance plan. Right. And they use them at our office and we will maximize your insurance coverage as much as we possibly can. And we'll give you a, a true understanding of what that is, you really want to know. You know, I don't want any surprises, just like I don't want to go get my car fixed and be hit with, you know, a, a huge bill that I wasn't anticipating. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to have an awareness of what to expect. People don't like surprises. So if you can make it so that they're not surprised and they know exactly what to to understand what's coming, I think people are reasonable with it. Yeah. And and that's okay, but I mean, we've had, all right, I'll run through a list of things. Like we have a, a lot of patients that think that Delta Dental is the best insurance. And they always say, well, I don't understand. I have the best insurance plan. Why don't they cover this much? Well, that goes down the whole rabbit hole of what Delta Dental is and what insurance is in dentistry versus medical insurance. There's a huge difference with that. And they don't understand that. I've had patients that said, well, I don't get it. Like you're doing a write-off. Like, can't you just write that off in taxes? You know, it's like that write-off is very different than what a governmental write-off is for taxes. You have to receive money in order to pay the taxes on that. He goes, wait, it looks like you're getting taxed twice. I'm like, pretty much. I'm <laughs> glad you understand this now, right? Yeah. So that's one thing. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's just one of those things that you look at. Let's see here. Um, people have called me disgusting.
0: <laughs> really? Like patients?
1: <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Oh yeah, this is disgusting. I can't believe that this is being happening, you know, at this office. I've been a patient for decades. This is he's disgusting. Oh, okay. You know, I, I I'm sorry you feel that way. Um, the paying up front thing doesn't even have money. I don't understand, like, is his practice struggling because he has to now get paid up front? Is that a big change? I'm like, no, that's because that's the Delta policy. You have to get paid up front. Um, what else they say? Like, I don't know. Like I had one guy he I saw his wife one time when I was right out of dental school. Don't even remember it anymore. And obviously something didn't happen well, but I had seen him for nine more years. And I've treated him well for the nine years and as soon as he got the Delta letter he said this is the last time I'm coming here because you didn't call my wife back nine and a half years ago. So, but I but you've been a patient here for nine and a half years and like I you haven't had any issues with me, have you? No. Mm-hmm. But you're going to find any excuse to leave. And if you want to say it's your wife's problem, no, it's because of financials. Most of the time that, here's a big caveat, most of the time you have conflict in your practice with the patient, it's because of finances. And that's what it comes down to, is is what's really the true problem here in those that have left my office is because it's a financial thing. And I respect it, I understand. I, I know people are in different positions, no matter what it is, but if they value you enough, they will stick around.
0: Amen. Amen. Yeah. You talk to a lot of dentists. You've been going to a lot of continuing education. What do most people get wrong about this journey? What do you think they fundamentally get wrong?
1: I don't think they believe in themselves. What does that mean? I don't think you believe or have the confidence that you can do something like this Mm -hmm. and that you can, you should be a part of the, the system. You are just another fish going down the stream type of thing. You know, like actually, you know, stop that stream. That's what I think is people get wrong or they get so hung up on who leaves you or they don't believe that they should ask for this as the value of what they do. But I ask that value when I ask for somebody that's on a different insurance plan and they have to pay the full fee. So why is it any different than if it's Delta? I don't have any problem with that beforehand, but because it was you know the mighty giant of dentistry, I, I, things have to be changed. There's no way. So to me, I think it's just one of those things that I, you got to believe in what you do. You got to believe in your brand. You got to believe in how you do things and the people that surround you need to be an awesome team. Yeah. Because if you didn't have an office, awesome team, there's no way that I would do this. Right. I can't. So I lean on them heavily and I say, just do it, take charge and get this done. And I believe and let me know if I need to come in and, and do anything. I said no. It's easier if you just get out of our office and, and <laughs> like, let us do our front desk thing. Right, you guys do the dentist. Your team says
0: that get out, get out of our office, get out of here up front. Please, get
1: out, get out of the front area, please. Like we're trying to do our phone calls and and everything. Like you're just kind of making this more complicated than it needs to be.
0: That's awesome. So, that is awesome.
1: On top of it all, we also said, you know, what if people are going to be paying more, we should probably step up our game more. Right. So we sat down in a meeting and said, OK, what are some things that we can do as an office to bring more value to people? You know, and and something that brought up, like, why do we keep giving out manual toothbrushes? If we are a big electric toothbrush office, let's give electric toothbrush replacement heads. That's been very well received. You know, and we bought a bunch of electric toothbrush heads. Um, Are you a Sonicare user? Are you a Oral-B user? Great. We have both. Go here, 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 you know, and and go off of that. we're big into giving people gifts at our practice. So if someone graduates or if someone retires or if someone has a surgery, whatever it is, we, we send them something a baby you know we send them all these different gifts because it, it makes us seem like we're doing something that goes above and beyond the usual and customary. and that's what we are, right? So I mean I set up a library on the front desk. What's so our waiting room our waiting room I have all the books I love and I put them on a bookshelf and said Dr. Kevin's favorite list take if you want it, free books.
0: That's awesome.
1: Yeah, it's cool, right? And so that's so fun that people are like, people love it. They're like, oh my gosh, I've been wanting to read this book. You know, are you sure? Like, I'll bring it back. I'm like, no, it's yours. Take it, please. You know, just make sure you read it.
0: Um, that's a great idea. Yeah. Because you've already yeah. you've already gained from the book. You read it. And then, yeah, yeah not, time great. to pay it forward, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah. So it's, it's one of those things that like, You can kind of get creative with those things you can have some fun with it it doesn't have to be a negative process and you can celebrate the victories because now looking back in it we're we're a month in after dropping and and so far it's been extremely positive you know and i don't think there's anyone looking back saying it hasn't been all right you're you're my practice i can still support my team i don't have to let go of anybody i don't have to reduce the supplies or whatever it is we can do what we need to do in order to function at an optimal level
0: all right, we're going to predict the future. You're 1 month in. We're going to do a recap at 6 months in. What what are you telling me 6 months from now or even 5 months from now that you're 6 months out? What what's happening in your practice?
1: We lost more patients, maybe. But those that left, it's okay. You know, we're we're functioning at an optimal level. I'm happy I should have done this years ago. You know, but it's better to do it now than it is 2 years from now. Right. right. So I'm glad I'm I'm really, you know, the silver lining of having a transition within the office is that there are some positives that come from this. And this is certainly one of those that I said, it's time we start doing that. Yeah. So
0: great job, brother. I'm always so proud of you. But like you make bolder and bolder, more and more, more bolder, or bolder decisions all the time. It's fun to watch you grow as a leader. So this is so cool. Any last thoughts you have on this journey? And where you're at, no, that you'd share like said, with somebody. I
1: just, I'm diving myself into these bolder, bold moments, you know, and ultimately, what comes from it is a, a certain amount of experience and, and wisdom that you pull from it. And I don't take any credit for it. Ultimately, I've had people like you and and all the other mentors that have, have gave me confidence to do this type of thing. And I don't believe in ego because. It's just a bunch of other people's ideas that I'm putting into practice. And likewise, I want to pass that on to other people. So I, I feel so excited when people reach out to me. And I, I hope that more and more people do. Like I said, Crystal and Matt, I really enjoyed those dialogues since the last podcast because it, it makes me so happy to hear that I can share my experience on a podcast to, to literally, I don't know who's listening to this right now, but at the same point, it might Work for somebody here. And if you have questions or if you need some inspiration or if you have something you want to reach out to me, my email is available, growth at Gmail. You can text me, I don't care, 248-229-9380. Whatever you need to do, reach out to me. I would love to talk. Um, it's just, that's my life purpose is to, to share and, and make others around me better. So yeah.
0: Brother, That's you are awesome. the best. You are the best. And so if you're driving, listen to this, don't and you're not taking notes, don't worry. We're taking notes for you. You can flip up to the notes. You're going to see Kevin's information right there, and he truly will reach back to you or connect with you and help you. He'll send you his letter. Uh, I just appreciate what you do for us, for the community, for everybody in dentistry. Keep it up, brother.
1: Happy. Happy to do it. You yeah. know, it makes me happy to pay it forward because awesome. you guys gave me a lot too. So,
0: well, this is only cool. the beginning. We're going to chronicle your journey on all these other things moving forward. So stick around when we say goodbye to everybody else, but thank you guys for listening to the best practice show podcast. Hey, if you enjoyed today, do me a favor, reach out to Kevin and say, Hey, great podcast, or just ask him for his letter. He'll share it with you. You'll see, follow him on Instagram. Uh, he's just a great person to check in with, or just ask him advice. He'll give, it, he'll give it to you. So keep sending us suggestions for things you guys want to theme. See other details that you might want to know about the journey. Even if it's super specific, don't worry. Send it to us. I'll ask Kevin. He'll answer it. You'll see. It's pretty cool. So uh, until we see you guys next time or you hear from us next time, hang in there and keep watching or keep listening to the best practice show. You guys enjoy your day.